Hello and welcome to another Watson's Solicitors podcast. Last week we were talking about wills and uh, with Christelle and we've managed to retain her, lock her in a box. She hasn't been able to move and we are now doing another episode on the areas of law that she covers. And the episode this week we're going to talk about probate. So we talked about wills last week. If you want to hear more about wills, please go back and have have a listen to that. But this week we are going to have a chat to about probate. So Crystal, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, yes, I'm here. So probate. I always associate probate as a negative thing. Oh, it's gone to probate. You know, what is probate? Give me, we, we said last week, I think everyone knows what a will is, and I managed to skip over doing any definitions or whatever. But what give me a bit, what is probate? What what does that mean? What happens? Why does it go to probate? Is it bad? Is it good? What happens? Yeah, so you're right. A lot of people come to me and they say, oh, well, you know, John in the pub said his mum's wills had to go to probate. So something must have gone wrong. You know, why did it go to probate if he's got a will? A lot of people don't think it should if you've got a will. I mean, the fact is that probate is a valuation of the assets, particularly for inheritance tax purposes, really, so that the taxman can see what the value of somebody's estate is. So quite often, if there's a low value estate, probate wouldn't necessarily be required because the assets can be collected in generally with, from the bank. So when you when somebody passes away, the banks will have their own limits on what they will release to you as the executor, as the trustee, as the administrator of the estate without the need of a grant of probate. So I don't know, NatWest might have a limit of 50,000 that they'll give up to without the need for a grant of probate. If there is a property involved, would it need probate? Yeah, so if there's a property that's in the sole name of the deceased, then a grant of probate will be needed to deal with that property, to sell it, to transfer it, whatever it is, that will be needed to, to apply for a grant of probate. And the grant of probate will be applied for by the executors of the will. So if there's a will being left, those executors will complete some forms. So it'll be all the date of death balances, the value of the property on death, and it will give a total net value of the estate. So funeral and any other costs and expenses are deducted from it, and you'll get a net value of the estate. And they will, will they do that? So let's say we've got a house that's worth £100,000, and it was my house and I was in it. At that point, they're going to value that house and say it's worth is this or would they need to sell it or how does that so just value it just get an estate agent to value it if we're talking about an a, an a taxable estate we will of course get a surveyor out to come and give us a evaluation because we want to make sure we're paying the correct amount of tax if it's your property and you've passed it to hundred thousand you get we get a couple of valuations from estate agents and we'll take a middle a middle valuation as long as it's not near the inheritance tax threshold makes sense and and then that becomes the value of the estate that's inherited and then we would um deal with whatever was in the will then so if it was 50 50 split they would go right the the total value of this is one hundred you you're both going to get 75k each is that pretty Absolutely, much as yeah. um, what else the grant of probate does is it starts a time limit ticking as well so if there's to be any claims against the estate so we're moving into something that probably Alex who's in my private client team as well that she looks at after but um if there's to be any claims against the estate you know by I don't know an aggrieved spouse who hasn't been left anything or a child who's been left out or you know someone who wants to make a claim that there's a strict six month time limit that could start when the grant approved. And would that be for stuff as well that maybe for debts on it, or would you expect that to have come up early? Let's say somebody's got a house worth hundred K and the debt is 
80k would the bank at that point be saying we're owed 80k out of this as well is that where does that yeah, so if there's a mortgage on the property particularly if there's a charge on there before you could transfer or deal or sell with the property that that charge will come up we'll have to come off. Um, as the executors you can put some notices in the paper as well some trustee act notices so that if there are any debts there's a couple of months time for limit for them to come forward you know and quite often you'll find people trawling through those pages and checking if they know anybody in there who, who owes them some money so the grant of probate is, isn't a negative it's a positive step in order to deal to with assets absolutely yeah so what happened to so that you talked about there when, you know, obviously there's a will in place. What happens with probate or I think this is when more people think about it. Would probate then settle any disputes within that? Is that fair to say or? The probate will just give you a piece of paper, the document called the grant of probate. And that yeah. is effectively the probate registry proven that that is the last will of the deceased. And that's how the will is going to be distributed. If there's to be then any claims thereafter they would then, I imagine, come about because the grant of probate becomes a public document at that point, and so does the will. So anyone can then get a copy of it if they've got a good reason to do that. And if there's any particular claims or any grievances, they can come about. So let's so let's say it's cash. It's £200,000 in, in cash. I'm getting left between me and a brother. There's 50-50. When do we get that money? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, at the moment, I think it's taken about 14 weeks to get a grant of probate that's sort of an average time frame so you know once you've instructed the solicitor and we've completed the paperwork you, you know you're talking a few more weeks for that and then we apply for the probate 14 weeks down the line you get your grant of probate and you send that off to the bank the um, bank will then release that 200,000 to either the solicitor or the executor themselves if they've applied for themselves and then that money can be shared out of course if anything comes up in the meantime from a, a, a spouse or somebody who's going to make a claim then it's really important to take some advice about distributing that estate. Um, and, and what about for stuff like, because we talked about money here and probate and sorting. One of the things that I come up or, or, or hear a lot, you know, somebody dies and obviously there's a, a funeral cost. How, how is that covered? Is that covered under probate? Is that your will? If I want, there was a famous story of somebody who left a lot of money in Warrington for a, a big boozy affair after they died and you know obviously somebody had to pay that bill i'm not saying necessarily for that instance but funerals aren't cheap people are grieving where does that do you know if i've left five thousand pounds for my funeral and my family haven't got any money to pay for that but they have to wait 14 weeks for it to come out what is there a, is there some options on that what happens yeah so when you um appoint a funeral director they will obviously be very sensitive about the situation, but of course they want to know how they're going to get paid. Now, sometimes family members are happy to put the money up front themselves and recover it back from the estate. Sometimes people can't do that. And what you can do is send that funeral invoice directly to the bank. So whatever bank that deceased has, has been with, as long as they've got sufficient funds in the bank, I don't know, let's say the funeral's four and a half thousand pounds, the invoice goes off to the bank and they will pay the, the funeral director directly so they will have their bank details on there and they will pay that out before any grant of probate has been requested. So the Makes funeral sense. is the first thing that can be paid. Because I've certainly seen that and certainly heard people are stressing, you know, just to me it's such a horrendous time is that you're dealing with a death. You've yeah. got an event to plan and events are not easy to plan in the best of times, never mind a funeral, which is not the nicest event to plan. And then you might have money concerns on top of that. So that to me is, is really interesting to know that that can be covered because 
often again people bury their head in the sand and don't understand so if you've got any friends going through this if you're listening you know this is always difficult how do you give advice to somebody that's in a grieving process is, is difficult and tell people what to do but just maybe that 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 could be a bit of advice that they're really struggling with maybe they're worrying about money and and, and you can help with that so that that, that is really uh, handy so what what if there's no will what then happens i you know i die i've got a complex family structure and i've not left a will yes they should have taken the advice before they died and got that sorted but they, they haven't so what now yeah so it's a similar process but instead of a grant of probate it's called a grant of letters of administration and an administrator will be appointed to deal with your will so let's say i don't know for argument's sake it would be your siblings who would be um, inheriting your estate, one of your siblings can put themselves forward and take on that grant of letters of administration application. And they will get, it'd be the same process. They'll have to put down all the valuation of the assets on death to see whether there's any tax liability. And they will get that piece of paper that will say grant of letters of administration on and that chosen person will be the administrator. And it's up to them then to collect all the assets in. I mean, the reason why you make a will is so you've chosen executor as opposed to you know just one of the siblings the bossy one probably <laughs> being the one who says well i'm the one who's going to do it usually and the it, one that will cause the problems this is this is why i, I really asked is, this yeah. is the one that jumps forward into this role yeah might be doing it out of a vested interest of themselves so i do think that is key and to me we're talking about this now to go solve all these problems by agreeing what you want to do with everything before because Absolutely, it just yeah. seems nasty that you know you, you're dealing with and this is Families are complicated as it is without dealing with money and death and, and all that thing on top. What what happens if, you know, there's, there's no will left and will or no will doesn't matter, then I dispute the money situation. What Would I raise it at this point at probate? So I go, you know, my, my brother's sorting it. He's got his mate to value the house. He said it's 50K and suddenly there's, you know, I think it's yeah. 100K. Do you know what, what? Take some advice at that point then. You take some independent advice and, you know, you would raise it as early as you can so that it can get sorted out before, you know, any of that money has started to be distributed. So, you know, we'd always say if, if you're not happy with the will or there's any problems with it, of course, Alex Mitchell, who is our one in my team, deals with any of the contested estates and she'd be happy to give some advice about that as well. as So we offer a couple of different services at Watson's. We do grant of probate only or letter of administration only where you give us all the values and we apply for the grant of probate and we give you the grant of probate to collect in the assets yourself alternatively some people like us to do the whole administration of the estate so they will give us all the paperwork and basically say please get on with it you know i, I i've got so much going on with with my own life and everything else i'm trying to grieve and um, here's all the information if you can collect it in and share it out so you know we would then collect all of the money in sell the property get the final pot of money and we would share it in accordance with whatever the will says and quite often people like us to do that when there's lots of divisions within the will or there's maybe lots of charities and different people to be involved and we would they they would instruct us to share it out as well and again i don't, don't like to and we we didn't really mention this as much in, in commercial we, we mentioned it in various points to give people idea of costings how does that work into you know how do you earn your money in that? Do, they, do you get a, a percentage? Is it a fixed? What 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 do you do to? Yeah. Do, so if it, if it was a grant of probate only or letter of administration only, we generally offer a fixed fee. You know, in the region of about seven hundred fifty nine hundred pounds, something like that. And um, generally around about four hours of 
time of my time of work to do if it's a full administration then it will be very much dependent upon how much work is involved with and, and, and that could be a fixed fee or a percentage or uh, it wouldn't be a percentage generally it would be on a time recorded basis so we would look at the amount of time and we would estimate at the beginning by looking at how many banks there are how many properties there are how many beneficiaries there are to deal with and we would obviously use our experience we've got in saying we we think it will estimate X. about this cost of course we dated and if the cost changes because more banks come about or you know more beneficiaries come about we'll of course keep people updated on the cost as we go along and, and i think to me it's another reason again if it's more complex because they haven't sorted the will before that cost naturally is going to be higher that they could have probably just paid for a will originally and saved some money yeah, because as, yeah. as i chat to my dad about it the one thing he doesn't want to do is he'll say but he doesn't want his money to not go to his kids he doesn't want it to go to you guys or the government or the tax yeah. or whatever so it's often the carrot that i dangle that go look keep this as simple as possible and it means that our fees later down the line aren't going to be as high and i think that to me is another great argument for having a will is that not to scupper your fees but you know if some if you've got a really clear document to work from it's going to make your life it's going to save time and it's therefore save money so another tick in the box i've not found one negative to having a will yet i'll, no, I'll, I'll find it's one definitely <laughs> a positive and i think that it, there's more cost involved if there isn't a will because sometimes you have to instruct tracing agents and you know we have to get in, in touch with really really super large family trees and you know it, it, there's people then benefiting from estates who you've never even met. Crazy. Um, you know, so... Just Air Hunters, if I can say Air that. Air Hunters. Right. Yeah, that, that program, I used to love that program. I always, one day, they're going to knock on my door. That's yeah, <laughs> some long lost aunt somewhere in <laughs> Australia or something. I mean, we do, we, we're speaking to people abroad. There's, you know, people who think that we're you know we're fraudulent because we're sending them letters saying oh you're due to inherit in an estate and they're like I don't believe you like who is this person and you know it, it would happen family trees that go on for pages and pages and pages that you know 50 60 beneficiaries and people getting like I don't know one three hundredths of a share it's it's the cost of of all of that can rack up absolutely exceeds the making of a will in the first place yeah so make a will i think we're back around to that that's great have you got anything you want to add on that i think i understand probate a lot more now no i think we've covered hopefully the people start to understand what it is and that it's not not a negative at all it's not a negative unless you don't have a will so go and get that will sorted so that your family don't have to deal with that if you've got any questions as as per usual you know comment in any of the social channels this has been posted or you know ping watson's uh, solicitors an, an email and we're sure to help them and, and get back to you you know there's loads of information there's blogs galore on, on the website to help with stuff so make sure you can take that advice but as much as we advise you know listening to this i think we've mentioned this before go and seek that expert legal advice go and chat to them and um, you pay your money and you get the advice that's well worth that money and can save you you know in the long term as we've just discussed there can can save you a lot of money just to or not save you save your future inheritors money just by having that simple will document uh, drafted and sorted so thank you for joining us once again and we hope you enjoyed the episode thank you see you bye